Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome back to our continuing coverage of the 2022 Stanley Cup playoffs at flamesnation.ca. Uh, I'm Ryan Pike from Flames Nation uh, alongside Daily Faceoffs Frank Cervelli. Hi, Frank. Ryan, what's going on? Not much. Uh, we're here for a special morning after video as uh, the Edmonton Oilers have defeated the Calgary Flames in five games in the first Battle of Alberta in the playoffs in 31 years. It certainly wasn't a boring series, Frank. No, they. it was short, but they jammed a lot into it. It's like sort of the equivalent of uh, someone that, uh, that passes away at 60 and lived a full life. We had 45 goals and just no shortage of chaos three goalie pulls the flames blew a two goal lead in all three home games in their building mike smith had some incredible gaffes and moments um it was it did not lack for drama there was nhl records that were set and and broken and uh it it really lived up to the hype which is something kind of rare in, in pro sports today where everything that you think it might be it was Exactly. And I think, I think one of the, one of the talking points coming out of the series outside of basically, you know, folks in Edmonton have been talking about how good Connor McDavid is for years. Connor McDavid was arguably on a whole other level in this series. And he elevated a lot of uh, guys in, uh, in uh, you know, Navy and in orange, but I think, you know, Daryl Sutter in the post-game address, he, he mentioned games two, four and five were all tied midway through the third period. And Edmonton got the big goals. And I think that the big takeaway from the series, if in, if you're looking for a one sentence summation as to why Edmonton's moving along and the flames aren't Edmonton's star players were better and, you know, better at key moments than Calgary star players. Well, yeah, there's not really much debate about that. I, I think what is interesting when you, when you hear Daryl Sutter say that is the sort of lack of pushback from the flames perspective, like even when the flames were in control and had leads, they never really were in full control of the game. The Oilers always had an answer, always had a response. And I think that's part of what's most surprising. Like, you know, in, in some series, Ryan, the star players take over. Sometimes it's the role players. Sometimes it's the goaltenders and you never really quite know what you're going to get, but I was surprised at how off of their game and, and identity the Flames were really from Jump Street. Like, this was the, you know, arguably the best defensive team in the league this season. They played a certain way, a certain style that we all said, hey, this will translate to the playoffs really nicely. And it did in the first round, even though they had to grind it out maybe a little bit more than they thought. They weren't, the Oilers weren't looking for a track meet, I don't think. Um, 
they certainly weren't expecting to play one. Uh, this Jay Woodcroft mentioned after the game that he didn't think this is how it would play out at all to have 45 goals. And I, I'm just, I'm still like picking up the pieces and I know the flames are going to be for a while that they never really quite got to their game and were able to lock it down. And I think, I think from a Calgary's perspective, I mean, in this market during the, during the, the, uh, the, the pandemic 2021 season, we, in this market developed a big appreciation for everything Chris Tanev does on the ice. Uh, Chris Tanev last season was, First with Rasmus Anderson, and then with uh, actually first with Noah Hannafin, and then with uh, Mark Giordano was one half of the Flames' best pairing in every iteration he was in on. And this year he was, you know, part of the the, re- the rejuvenation, the establishment of Alder Shillington as a, a bona fide NHL player. And I think the big takeaway for a lot of Flames fans and Flame people who watch the Flames is, man, take away Chris Tanner from the blue line and it's a lot different and a lot worse. And I think if you look at how the Flames played in the three games he didn't play versus the three games he did, it's a completely different team. And I think that was something, I know they probably expected to be a little bit different without him, but I think the degree to which in all three zones, they were a little bit worse was really, really stark. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, I don't, like, I don't know if Chris Tanev is at full health and plays the whole series. I don't know that the result's any different. And I think that's kind of why when you talk about the controversial um, reversal of the Coleman goal in the third period that he wasn't happy, but Daryl Sutter kind of shrugged in the post game. He was like, whatever. And I think the reason for the whatever and the reason that I say that about Tanev is the Oilers were the better team. The, The right team ended up winning the series. The better team ended up winning the series. And, you know, I really wonder if you play this series over 10 more times, how many do the flames win? Like, I I think it's, you know, six, seven, Um, this series, just it unfolded in such an odd way. And I think really what comes down to it is you need stops from your goalie. Like, you know, I'm kind of surprised in some way that Daryl Sutter didn't pull Jacob Markstrom in game five, as all those goals went in, in the second period, they needed a stop. And when you go one and four and you lose four straight to the Oilers and your save percentage is 852, like you don't have a chance to win, you know, many games, let alone a series. And that's maybe the most surprising part about all of this is at some point, those career numbers, the follies against the Oilers are a real thing. And Markstrom was never able to get his head on straight. And I think that looms way larger than, Tanev than than his injuries then you know maybe even the team's identity because how could you play good defense if your goalie's letting in every shot that's a good point and you know the the flames you know what we've heard we heard from Jay Woodcroft multiple times 63 games for for Jacob Markstrom in the regular season uh far fewer for his the backup goalie Danville Dark who's very good for the flames but you know, right. So wait, let me stop you there. Jay. So Jay Woodcroft kept hitting on that 63 games. Did he look like someone that was tired or hit a wall to you? I I didn't think that I thought it was, it was just pure play based, not, you know, any sort of fatigue. Nope. And I, my, my thought process is just Daryl Sutter's a guy who rides his starting goalie and, you know, the, the flames, even during the, the last two weeks of the season, they brought up Justin Wolf from the American hockey league and played Dan Villar for the better part of a week, just to give 
Markstrom a chance to physically reset. So I think they had a plan for their goaltending. And I just, for whatever reason, their plan sort of became undone against the Edmonton Oilers. And I think that'll be Markstrom came undone. That's the truth. Yeah. And well, their plan was Markstrom. So I think it'll be fascinating to sort of see, does that impact how they manage their goaltending going forward? Because Dan Vladar is very good as we speak. Uh, Dustin Wolf has pitched two shutouts against a very good Colorado Eagles team in the American League. Obviously, apples and oranges. The American League is a much different game, but you know they they have some options, and who knows what they do. But I think they probably end up going with Markstrom going forward. Uh, we touched on this. Uh, it's a it's going to be a very interesting offseason for the Calgary Flames. Uh, you know, Johnny Gaudreau is an unrestricted free agent as of midnight on July twelfth. John, uh, Matthew Kachuk's going to be a restricted free agent. Andrew Mangiapane is going to be a restricted free agent. Oliver Shillington, uh, a third, I think half of their blue line is going to be unrestricted free agents. Uh, they have a lot of things to do, a lot of decisions to make, and not a ton of cap space to work around it. Uh, Frank, how do you see the next few weeks and months unfolding in Calgary? You're right that it's going to be interesting. Um, I just wonder what this loss and, and not just losing in the second round. Like if you had told Flames fans before the season started in September, much to Daryl Sutter's point post game, that they'd win the division and win a round, you'd say, oh, that's progress. You know, this team's heading in the right direction. You know, for a non-playoff team to take that step forward, that's a solid season. And it's easy to say that except for the manner in, in which it played out. Losing four straight to your arch rival to a team that many people will think on paper isn't quite as good as your team, and to have the question marks surrounding your stars again. Matthew Kachuk, you know, where was he after game one? Johnny Gaudreau, you know, that coverage, if that's his final sequence as a flame, man, that's, that's tough to watch in overtime as McDavid scores. And you look at all that and you say, okay, since 2015, They've got one series win after that. That's, it's not a lot. Most of the core has been, you know, pretty similar throughout. They added, and, and this was the best team that Brad Tree Living has had. He finally got the coach that they needed and wanted. They made some deadline acquisitions that really looked good for stretches. And then Tyler Toffoli, I don't know what happened to him these playoffs. He really struggled. He might have been the Flames' worst player in this, this series. Um, and they've got big money decisions, as you pointed out. Like, I, I just feel like I don't know how it's going to play out. It feels to me like one of Kachuk or Gaudreau is not coming back next season. I tend to think that it's Gaudreau, and I think that – and I, I wonder what these playoffs, how it ended, has an impact on Gaudreau and his thinking. Does he think that because they got to the second round and lost that they're closer – or is it, you know, that there's still, you know, three rounds away from winning that he might be better off going to do it elsewhere? My only sense is I don't think Johnny Gaudreau is taking a hometown discount to stay. I don't, I don't think, you know, the Flames aren't going to be able to get him for less than market value. They're going to have to pay up if they want to keep him. I think they want to keep him. My question is, just, does Johnny Gaudreau want to stay or does he want to explore the market? Yeah, it's going to be probably the most fascinating offseason we've had uh, in Calgary in a generation. And yeah, it's, it's, I don't think anyone really knows how it's going to unfold. Uh, so thanks for joining us, everyone. And stay tuned to our friends at Daily Faceoff for continuing Stanley Cup playoff coverage. And 
to flamestation.ca for continuing coverage of what's going to be just an absolutely fascinating few months as we head into a very tumultuous offseason in Calgary. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.